Hey everybody, Luke here again. This time I'm bringing you a chat with uh, one of my good mates and someone who I've been lucky enough to co-present with a couple of times now, Jordan Shallow, um, just a really intelligent, genuine guy, cares a lot about what he does and I think that comes through in this podcast. We basically sat down and had a chat uh, in my place and I had to cut the first like 10 minutes of it because we were uh, getting a little risque, but um, yeah. All sort of more private stuff, I suppose. Jordan didn't realize we were recording when I hit the record button. Anyway, if you like it, please give us a rating and share and tag us so that we can say thank you. Uh, without further ado, here's my conversation with Yeah, I remember one, I have a client, his name's Gino, and I was doing this program update on my phone because my old laptop wouldn't sync with like Delta Wi-Fi on a transatlantic <laughs> flight or something. So I'm sitting there like 36,000 feet and I'm trying to plug in his tempo for one of his exercises and this guy like he emails me the next day and like fucking good soldier he goes man lots are small oh, no. and i was like dude what were we doing we we're doing like supinated grip lap pull downs like what a 17 second eccentric no. <laughs> and gino was there for like three minutes in a set and i oh was my like God. man that tempo work and i'm like and i just told him like I'm so sorry. But I love the fact that like the it trust just, was built. It was like yeah. run through a wall. How many times? Well, 17 seconds on the way through. <laughs> yeah. And he just fucking did it. Like, all right, like, that's weird. But. Yeah. So to like, yeah, have one of our coaches and then incentivize that as like, because we're just going through like, I just had a great test for the first time, which is really weird. Because mm. like, man, I suck at teaching some of this stuff. <laughs> because like cause with Google, like you can kind of see like what questions were answered poorly, like yes. the, the distribution of, of how. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And it's forms is, I mean, it's pretty preliminary, but you look at it and you go like, oh shit, like I'm, I need to teach this need concept to better. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And it was just interesting to like grade a test and be on the other end of it and be like, this is really strange. Yeah. This is, I feel bad for my teachers. This <laughs> is a really awkward, awkward experience. Yeah, it's weird. But I mean, that experience is so good. Like, uh, I mean, even presenting in person and stuff and, and getting the, the visual feedback of like, oh, there's a lot of confused faces right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just slowly but surely your stuff gets more coherent. And it's one of those funny things where like, it's very difficult to empathize when someone doesn't have the knowledge that you have. Like it's hard to imagine yourself without the knowledge that you've got right. and then to teach people that are in that situation. And so obviously getting that feedback is really helpful. And like, I mean, even with, like I've noticed with your presentations, like every time I see you uh, teach it, it's like, oh, I can see it's refined a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And it just slowly, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's weird because the refinement process is like different. Like if you were to refine like a photo, you would make it sharper. Right. And, but I think a lot of like refining the content is actually blurring the edges. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, you know, you leave so much more room for interpretation and you realize at the end of the day, like, people have their own experiences that they're going to draw from yes. so it's like i'm just going to try and allow these blended borders to start to coexist and mm -hmm. start to start to touch so maybe they can cross this border a little bit rather than drawing hard lines yep which is like the refinement process it, like, i spend more time I'm like hey you guys all have experience like you just spent fucking x whatever i don't even know how much money to spend a weekend learning stuff in a hotel lobby like yeah. you're clearly worth your salt and a lot of it's more like people get imposter syndrome when they like 
they end up around people who are super specialized relative to them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, look, like you have a skill set that's allowed you to make enough money to even do this and take exactly. a weekend off. Like that's a that's a couple thousand dollars swing from working on the weekend to not working, not generating that income, and then yeah, investing. Yeah, yeah. And there's and there's fucking dickweeds on the internet that are just like. Oh, I don't need to invest in anything, and people they have the audacity and blind confidence to go out and just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, sweet, we're good." Yeah, uh, it's true. It's totally true. Um, you're right because it's. Uh, Are we recording? Yeah. Oh great! All yeah. right, I, I want to make sure I shit talk a few more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll cut some stuff. Out. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't care. Yeah, at this point, fuck them. Well, yeah, like here's my home address. You want to come talk? Like, <laughs> yeah, let's let's really. have a face to face. That'll yeah, be fun. yeah, that's fine. I'm totally good. I think the internet needs more of that because people operate. It does, man. Like, fuck. I mean, we were talking about certain people who like to talk behind people's backs. Yeah. I mean, it's like. Come on, dude. I always think to myself, when you see a comment, and I used to think, because I used to ride my, my fucking bike to, like a bicycle to work, right? And you'd get people driving really aggressively and stuff, and then you'd stop at the lights next to them, and you knock on the window, and it's like, hey, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, if you're commenting on Instagram or messaging people behind their backs on Instagram, what's going to happen if you see that person in real life? Right. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, I grew up in a town where you got punched in the head. If you, if you looked at someone the wrong way, they, they'd punch you in the head. Mm-hmm. And you learn something. You learn to not look at people a certain way. And people learn to not, not look at you in a certain way if you're willing <laughs> to punch someone in the head. And it's like, I just see a world full of people who just never, oh, you've never been punched in the face before. Mm. Let me fix that for you. <laughs> Let me, look, I'm not, I'm not 800 pixels by 800 pixels, man. Like, when I rock up, it's like, I'm still six foot 120. Like, it's, yep. it's gonna, it's gonna happen. But people just, they work they operate from this behind this veil of like sort of pseudo anonymity and like mm. like dude like this isn't the matrix like this is there's a real life behind them yep. but i do on the same token i do love the unfollow button because it's like I, like you can't murder people and get away with it i'm sure you can i'm sure you have <laughs> i don't know do how it. to do it yeah right <laughs> but the unfollow button is just like that's two to the chest one to the head yeah it's done it's a, you cease to exist totally right like if i do not like i know the goings on within the industry like look if i go here i'm probably going to run into this person or that person yep. and sometimes it's like oh if i go here i'm going to run into this person <laughs> or that person i'm absolutely going to go there make yeah. me feel really uncomfortable i have one guy in particular that i I have screenshots of him and he's blocked me and all this and whatever, man, whatever. Yeah. And, but my, and I've never met him and I'm going to go up to him and show him the screenshots and be like, Hey, is this you? <laughs> hey man. I remember this. Yeah. And just be like, just, I love, I love arguing when you're not wrong. Yeah. Which is a bad thing, especially yeah. if you're in a relationship, like don't take that into a relationship. <laughs> but like arguing when you're not wrong is literally holding a midget at arm's length and just pulverizing. Oh, it. it's, it's so just, fun. Like you have the moral upper hand, like you have the high ground and it's like, oh, but the anonymity and like once someone develops an app in the Silicon Valley where you can reach through a phone and strangle someone, yeah. you're going to see a lot of people start to change their tone. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, and you soon learn how valuable that um, that unfollow button is in fucking social media. It's just right, and because it, dude, it, it's subliminal, man. Like it consumes, like it can consume your thought process for hours yeah. on end. Like you see something, or like you're you're in some sort of tiff with someone on the internet, and you're just like, ah, dude, my time is worth more than this. Oh, totally. Right? But pe- people get so enamored. Like who was I talking to the other day? I was talking to a trainer, and I was talking about like. We are not meant to consume in this voyeuristic fashion yeah. the the curated lives of other people. Like mm. keeping up with the Joneses used to be like, oh, 
Yeah, this guy just got a new fucking stove. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's time for an upgrade. I don't really like the, the electric thing, but like the Joneses aren't next door and the Joneses are in your pocket totally. and to the frequency and, and, and cadence that you choose to be. The mm-hmm. Joneses could be... I mean, I, I'm not one of these guys who follows like four people. Mm. Like, I don't like when in that social media space where people go through and like they only follow like other people with a following. It's like, dude, yeah. if you rock up to one of my courses and like you want to share a weekend with me and you want to yeah. riff and you put take the picture at the end, like, I think that's the coolest fucking thing yeah, ever. Awesome. Yeah. 100%. I want to know what you're up to. Yep. I want to see you like digest this content and go through the process of like synthesizing it and putting it out into the world. I want to mm-hmm. see that. That mm-hmm. makes me so happy. When I see like, Hey, I'm doing like this, you know, single leg thing because of Jordan. It's like, that's so fucking sweet. Like that's, that I think is impact over influence. And like, that's really what I'm after. So like when I see people that are like people with larger followings and they follow like seven of like, they're also into famous friends. It's like, guys, really like what kind of echo chamber are you at? Well, that's the problem, right? It's like you can, it's both the pro and the con. You can shape what you're being shown. Right. And so that can be really good and that can be really bad. Sure. When Uncle Trump supporter gets on the internet <laughs> and like it's his way of digesting media is through Breitbart News and he yeah. doesn't go to the other side of the aisle. Totally. Um, but yeah, I think in our case, it's like right now, man, I'm really making a gravitation towards, you know, people who are open and, and are, of, are of like open mind and critical thinking and dog accounts and Nutella. Like that's really what the yep. social media platform looks like. <laughs> totally. Like look at this dog. How cute is that? I want to go to the city purely because of that Nutella donut. And there's someone <laughs> doing a single leg RDL. Like that's literally <laughs> my whole feed. It's just feeling good all the time. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's the way to do it, dude. And, you know, and honestly, when you do that, I've made a few cool connections over social media as well. So it's like, yeah, okay, there's a lot of shitty stuff about it, but there's so much cool shit too. Um, it's unreal when people fucking repost something of yours and it's like, hey, what the... Like, I don't know this person. They think my stuff is so cool that they're willing to, like, make it part of their yeah. fucking profile. It's just unreal. Yeah, and, like, especially, like, I mean, you're you're hitting the road. You'll... You especially with, like... I find when you start to put out like what I think to be hope to be like sort of just higher order processes like here's a little deeper way of thinking at things like here's a maybe not a paradigm shift like I don't think anyone's reinventing the wheel but here's a few layers deeper you I think you actually spread a wider geographical net because there's people all over who are just kind of like looking for the next branch and it's really hard to find like I was in Hong Kong and I was just sitting in a coffee shop and this guy named Jared from Vancouver who had moved to Hong Kong seven years ago and was going to be there for like a month, worked at a gym and like saw that I went to this, this fine print, this coffee. If you're ever in Hong Kong, go to fine print, mm-hmm. really good coffee. Cool. Yeah, there you go. Like Write coffee, that yeah. down. Good. Don't go to Hong Kong now. Dude, you know, we're like, we just got back from Hong Kong two weeks ago. We're on like, we're four days past a cutoff of voluntary or involuntary quarantine. Really? I was over at, um, my mate's gym yesterday and one of his staff members the roommate got off a plane from from hong kong and was like come with us no shit yeah dude involuntary quarantine two weeks two Not weeks coming. yeah that coronavirus or whatever noro sars man. thing they got going on serious but point being like you know that's We'll call that an occupational hazard. <laughs> but like, you you know, here's this dude from BC and it's like, oh, you're from Canada, I'm from Canada. You're so like cool. the, the, the the coalescing of the universe and social media to be like, hey, we're in the same room now. Yeah. Because of, 
yeah, the same app that you can talk shit and do all that is like that brought me and that dude in the same room. Like, how fucking cool is that? Yeah, it's amazing. like I, I haven't pay, I haven't had to pay a gym drop in fee in like seventeen yeah. countries. Like, because it's like, oh yeah, you're, like I know you're from social media. Like, that's crazy. Because like I really just post inane stuff about really complex anatomy and biomechanics, but that I just save fifteen bucks in, yeah. in Singapore <laughs> to go to a gym. That's fucking sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've had a couple of offers for gyms and stuff when we were away and I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Well, not to mention like that's one ancillary benefit and you, you put up one post that resonates next thing you know, you have a gig booked. Like, yeah. We're, we're, we're literally booking out the rest of 2020, like into 2021 yeah. right now. You guys are so busy. Yeah. But it's, dude, it's, and that's the power of it, right? Mm. Like if you don't buy into it, like you know, if you don't succumb to the noise and you just kind of do your thing, I think there's a lot of people who see not not only what you post but what you don't post yeah and i think that's a huge differentiating factor like look i'm just here to do my thing like i'll fly a flag you guys want to run with me sweet mm-hmm. you want to go somewhere like, hey fucking you want to go f45 rock on man like if yeah. f45 is is putting putting bars in hands of people and like orange theory great yeah i love nightclubs that are also orange really. <laughs> like if that's your jam like i think that's a big a big part of blurring the lines in your approach is like is that it's yeah. not like in refining the process you actually allow your your content to be interjected in more and more mm. circles rather than being like here are the walls of the castle sort of thing yeah i agree um and a lot of my content's moved a bit more towards like here's some again it's principle based right and it's like it's it's uh it's larger concepts and stuff that just kind of apply to a lot of people that a lot of people resonate with and it's like cool like i'm not going to really play the fucking here's my abs kind of game right like Okay, occasionally there's a post that comes out like that, but a lot of it is coming out on, this is just shit that I'm learning myself and like maybe you guys find it useful too and what do you think about it and kind of trying to crowdsource that a little bit too, um, which I think is like a pretty interesting use of social media that a lot of people don't do. It's kind of like, well, I'm the king of the castle. I got the million followers, like, like my picture or else, like that kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's funny because like in over the course of the weekend and like you highlight like the wolf and the sheep or like the king and the peasant sort mm-hmm. of like the hierarchy that exists in a lot of brands. But and it's funny because like when I was thinking of this analogy, I was reading um, Malcolm Gladwell's David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. Have you read it? I haven't read it. No. It, so it, it just tells a, a skewed view and it, it basically takes situations where there is a seemingly disadvantage to, you know, the protagonist of the story, mm. but that disadvantage is actually their greatest advantage. And yes. so it's, you know, it's a book on perspective, but Malcolm Gladwell tells it in prose in a way that I find very clever. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story of Mal- or David and Goliath. And it's like, here we have, you know, like he looks at Goliath and is like, look, let's, let's call it for what it is. Like, you know, this is a guy with gigantism. Right, it's like that is not by any means a disadvantage. This is a disease of like the posterior pituitary. Like mm-hmm. this guy is Andre the Giant. Like yeah. he, he is uncoordinated and, and he is constantly evolving in his own skin. Like this is someone who likely can't see very well, right? And this is likely someone who's like uncoordinated and, and, and lopsided and all this. And then he goes, like, what is David? And it's like, well, oh, David is a shepherd. And it's like we don't think of shepherds like like some sort of guy just leading sheep like shepherds historically are like they're danger they have to be because they have to lead their sheep right and i think in watching you navigate and how you go about that integration of like look i'm just along for the ride it's like rather than the sheep or the wolf 
you 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 carve a new market where you're the shepherd, mm-hmm. and I think because you can go up against like you know the wolf shit cunts of the fitness industry and be like, you want to go? Sure. Like, you want to bring it from sure. the VMO to the to the research textbook? Like yeah. check out the veins, motherfucker. Like <laughs> right. So you can, but that's the thing. You got to be able to like you got to be able to walk the paths, right? And I yeah. think that's like a really interesting. And as I start to read more about marketing, and, and as it becomes more important to like relaying what you think to be good information, like mm-hmm. if your bottleneck is you don't want to address the blind spot of your business to reach more people that's selfish yeah right? if totally. your goal is to help people like you need to figure out a method and means in which to help people and the more people you want to help right and if you're cool with your own little thing then by all means stick with that wheelhouse mm-hmm. and take care of your people but social media gives you scale to be a shepherd for a lot of people yeah totally uh that's always the goal right is you, you want the reach but you don't want to cheapen the the message by getting the reach so that's like the that's the line where you, you got to kind of try and walk that line. Right. But I totally agree with that. It's like, um, if you go, I'm not playing the game. Well, shit, you know, you, you got stuff to offer and it's not getting out there now. Right. And that's the hard part too. Like, I mean, you're the same, I'm sure like come from a more purist camp of mm-hmm. the physiology of the training, like the, the strength and performance side of things. Like there are guys that most people have no idea. Yeah. Like, you know, you see Andre Benoit walk through a room by himself. It's like, are you serious, totally. dude? Like, please, like, just here, have a seat. Have a seat. <laughs> Wait, whatever he wants, man. Like, what a fucking legend, right? And only those in the know know. Absolutely. But it's like, you know, generational divide, social media really not like, I think about Charles a mm. lot, right? And then you look at his contribution, his impact, like, the industry would not be where it is yep. without Charles, for good, for better or for worse. Right? I mean, I'm obviously more to the side of better, but like, mm-hmm imagine like imagine if he had only 200 olympians but a million followers how much further how much harder we'd all have to work yeah to even get a piece of the pie because like this guy was decades ahead of his time like he was doing cluster training 30 years before the fucking research came out Mm -hmm. and he didn't need like you know he had the experience he had that evidence and it was like and thank god he did because he paved the way for people to start to bridge this gap of like okay here's my line in the sand when it comes to social here's what i won't do to gain a following because i want it to be organic and and reach toward the desired outcome of actually helping people um but here's also this information and it's like just imagine if some of those guys they like like dave tate like he's i've been lucky enough for the last year to get to know dave Mm. and he's someone who's who's starting to play into the game right like elite fts has been putting out a bajillion articles a week since the internet was invented Right, and it's like that is someone, and then you see, like you see the other side, like the old miser at the end. It's like, oh, like what do you put your phone away? It's like really, really put my phone away. Yeah, you put my business away. Why don't you turn your lights off on your brick and mortar? Why don't you do that? Like, why don't <laughs> yeah, you put this? Totally. Yeah, like why don't you close your office at twelve? Absolutely. Right? And it, it's it's a weird thing to navigate because on the other side of that, like of the people trying to shepherd a, a following to a certain desired end place there's the people who are using the phone and it's very predatory in nature. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I got to, that's the tool of the trade, right? It is. And it's like, that's a lot of power to reach that many people. Like when you like, what, what, what has been the craziest, like furthest reaching, like you're, someone has messaged you from a certain place or you're in a certain place and someone goes like, you're, you're yeah, Luke. Yeah. Dude. Well, when it first started happening to, when I first started getting some, some reach, I think was the biggest, thing for me because i think i went to melbourne once and i walked into one of my favorite coffee shops there seven seeds right and this guy just stood up and he was like oh hey man how you going and 
was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just talking to me about stuff that clearly is, I'm like, where the fuck do I know this guy from? This is so weird. And he kind of forgot to introduce himself because he felt like he knew me so well already. And I just had my brain exploded. That, that, that was like the first major time that that happened. And I was just like, ho- like, holy fuck. What? Like, this is insane. I have n- I've never seen this person in my life. I have no idea who he is. And he knows me intimately. Yeah. Like, um, so that for sure. And then, you know, I look at fuck the podcast downloads and it's like, there's like 120 countries that it's been downloaded from in all corners of the world. And yeah. it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? This is nuts. Yeah. yeah. The thing is like the novelty is never lost or I hope the novelty is never yeah. lost. Right. Like, and I'd be so worried about like brushing that aside and getting mm. to the point where one day it's like, Oh, like we'll, we'll be training and like we were just in Asia for a few weeks and that was weird because I never thought in a million years I would ever end up in Hong Kong or Singapore and then someone comes up to you and like takes a picture and like beelines across the gym and it's like <laughs> you still like you look down like you're just kind of doing your own thing like oh maybe he needs a weight behind me or something yeah. and then like it's way till the very last and you don't want to be like presumptive like oh hey man like oh sorry were you using that <laughs> yeah. and it was like oh no like here's someone's I was like this is so strange yeah. and I'd be worried if like that happened to the point where I was like oh Oh, whatever. Like, yeah, and like, you know, Kayla's like, my girlfriend that travels with me now, so she sees it. Mm. And she, like, I like to train, but it's like, she's like, doesn't that bother you? It's like, the reason that happens is the reason I can do this. Exactly. I'll sit there, I'll, I'll fucking work out tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sit down and have fucking dinner with this guy. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll go to his house. Like, I don't care if he's like, if he's taking the time to like digest the things that I put across, like that's the reason I can do all that. Cause someone takes the time and goes, yeah, I like what this guy said. Exactly. And I think you see the people who like start to get a bit of reach and a bit of following. And then they're like, Oh, I'm going to follow seven people. And like, yeah, it's like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like how fucking lucky are you that you can just on some free sourced app, put out stuff about, tricep extensions and totally. all people want to take pictures that doesn't make any sense like I haven't done anything yeah. I haven't done anything of note with a barbell in years like, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. putting that out there like I'm not competing this year I haven't I haven't squatted in like two months yeah I've yeah. been on a hack squat yeah exactly and it was just like I don't like that's amazing yeah I don't have to do anything that's it and it's definitely a shift in mindset where it's like some people get okay so you do the hey ask me a question or whatever and it's yeah. like Ugh, I get so many stupid questions and stuff and I'm like man I want people who don't know something to come to me and ask it so I can give them good information so I can be like, you know, this is so cool that people actually trust me to give them the answer and not fucking Dr. Mercola or something. You know right. what I mean? Do you want to talk trust? Mm. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I am from Iraq and want to immigrate to Canada. I'm 21 years old. I'm competing secondary. I'm completing secondary studies and did not enter the university. Help me immigrate to Canada. Oh, I would shit. love to. Yeah. And it is an honor. I'll do what I can. You think I am a doctor of immigration law, but like, that is like to me. I would look at that and just be like, imagine like I just try and be empathetic and put myself in those shoes. It's like that's a. That's a, that's a, I mean, first off, it's a tall ass to an immigration lawyer, like, let alone a guy with an Instagram account where he's like, this dude follows me and thinks that I have answered so many of his questions about training that clearly immigration law should be second nature. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Let me get the gate for you. Just come on in, man. Yeah, no, he's sweet. He's with me. Trudeau is fine. He's with me. And it's like, I, I mean, I would... I would hope that if anyone has a following and they get answered or asked questions, and it's hard, right? Like I imagine, like, and the the deeper in depth and detail you go into the content, mm-hmm. the more the longer the questions are. Absolutely. And like, what do you like? I mean, not to draw comparisons, but like, 
I, I would almost, I would, I would be nervous to answer direct messages for an account like, like Larry Williams, mm-hmm. right? Larry's like the strongest, most jock dude yeah. on the planet. And he's just, he's doing him, like him and his girl are, are just overseas, like crushing it. I can imagine what his DMs must look like. Right, because it's like, hey, bro, like, should I take this or should I do this or like, totally. hey, like, oh, what about this for a one rep max? And it's like, it's he has so many followers, he can't manage it. And like, I'm a huge proponent in this business of doing things that don't scale. Mm-hmm. And I, if I look, I have ten. Jesus, how many flights do I have over ten hours this year? I've, I have weeks in the sky, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's a great time to get back to people. And I try and get back to everyone I can. And it's not something that doesn't necessarily scale. But it's like, I remember that is, and, and that's something that's like a tenant I hold to. It's like, that is the reason I'm here is because I did that from the gate. And I won't Absolutely. do that until I can't. That's it. And like catching up with people like like this. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I tell, tell it to Kay, like, look, I don't really work. But I work a couple of days on weekends. And I'll say some things for like a few hours. But like... It's not work in the sense, but that's what drives the business. Yes. Right? Like, take the time to take the time. Exactly. Like, to have, like, I've literally, I was in Lebanon, and one of the dudes was like, would you, like, would you like to come over and have dinner with my family? I was like, Tarek, that'd be a fucking, are you serious? Like, you, you know, you can go to, like, you can Uber Eats, like, fucking shawarma, or you can go up to someone's house in Beirut with yeah. a fucking bullet hole from the war 30 years ago shining lights from the street light and a direct beam across the kitchen table and sit down and have like the best fucking food you've ever eaten in your life and then have this guy's mom and dad read your read your coffee ground future and it's like because i have an instagram account (laughs) like let's hold on let's like let's let's not let's not conflate this for anything other than what it is it's like i talk about stuff it's usually about lifting weights and then sometimes, and a few years ago, I did it more often. I lifted some weights. Yeah. And now I'm in someone's kitchen table in Beirut. And like, I'll remember this dude for the rest of my life. Yeah, totally. And it was just like, oh, because I answered a few DMs. Like, you have no idea. Mm-hmm. I think people don't realize how, like, they realize the plus side of doing something. But they don't, it's, it's impossible to, it's possible to, like, anticipate what benefits could come or not come as a consequence of not doing something. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, like I'll, I'll I'll go meet with anyone like this Jared guy and like what do I have to lose? I have a half hour before I teach my course. I'm gonna yeah. have a coffee with a guy from Canada. He's sweet. Sure. Other guys from Canada. I'm a guy from Canada. Yeah, right. And I think like so many people like they ascend this, they accrue this social capital, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're just like Monty Burns. Mm. On, mm, excellent, release <laughs> the hounds. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like you're just a douchebag with an Instagram account. Yeah. And like, and that's something I'm talking about more is like the human network side of things. Because yeah. honestly, like when we when you teach, like I think half of it is learning, and as Kyle says, like indulging and digesting the content and making mm. it applicable. But I think the other half of it is like watching the method of operation too, yes. right? Like a lot of people want to be on the other side of that podium. They want yeah. to be the one speaking. They want to be the authority. It's like, you want to do that. Get off the social side. Like get in the talk to like, I don't know, I said, take care of your people, be famous in your hometown. Yeah. And like, that's just, it's a matter of taking the time and taking the time. The hard part with scaling is like, you have less time. Mm-hmm. So it becomes like ever more valuable that like you make sure that if you want to keep scaling, it's like, don't lose sight on what actually got you that ability. It's exactly. like, how many how many things opportunities I have just because like you sat and had a chat with someone exactly and not from a place of like I wonder what this person can do for me it's like I wonder what I can do for this person yeah and it's like 
like, oh, yeah, oh, your hip hurts. Like, that's my fucking life, right? Like, yeah. my whole life is just one painful hip after another. I was like, yeah, you know, I have a company and I have some resources. Like, yeah, let me just send it to you online. Or like, we have a course that we run. And some, some kid will message me from, like, London or, like, the UK. And he's just out of uni and he's got, like, a bunch of debt. And it's like, well, the fucking curriculum's done, man. Like, here, here's, give me your email. Class starts in two weeks. Just all I ask is attend every class. Just sit in on every class. Like we'll make sure that like we have a coach in the UK. Like mm-hmm. you're, you'll, that time zone will be, be here's does that work for you? Is that time work? Yes, yeah, sweet. All right, for 16 weeks, if you're in that class, you'll have paid me. Yep. Right. That's all I want, man. Like pay it forward because someone did that for me. Yeah. Like last year, like Ben Bukowski said, yeah, this seems like a great idea. This guy <laughs> won't sully my reputation at all. <laughs> hey, kid, do you want to come around the world with me and totally piggyback off my success? <laughs> sound good can we sure. train calves <laughs> awesome awesome sounds great I'll be there and you know like that set the stage for me like getting a lot of opportunities I have and Dan Green the same like mm. my first patient was like the strongest guy in the world yeah like yeah no totally man like you have no idea what you're doing you're about my size but yeah if you want to take my neck in your hands and spin it off the rails Please do that. And it's like, okay, here goes. Hi, NCMIC. Right. I still have malpractice insurance. Great. Chat soon. No, just wondering. And it's like, look, I can never pay that guy back. Are you serious? Like, you know how much, like, perception and value, but also, too, like, how much experience that gave me? Like, there are few people in the world that will ever get a chance to work in a clinical setting with someone who's that big of a freak. Absolutely. There are very few people in the world who have the kind of credibility and notoriety of Ben Pakulski. So when he sits up there like, this guy's the best in the world, I go, where? (laughs) <laughs> did you did we hire someone else with like an actual I knew this would happen. right and i was like oh shit under uh, over promise under deliver yeah be prepared to be underwhelmed and it's like i can never pay that back like mm. what am i going to give them like i'd have to give them like equity in my life like yeah. here dan you, you probably contributed like 20 percent. so everything i make forever it'll just give you 20 percent Ben, like you're probably like thirty, honestly, maybe even more. Here's thirty percent of everything I make. Like, a, they never take it. Yeah. And B, like, I would, that's not a tenable solution. So it's like, all right, like I had a kid. I wrote a program for his girlfriend in like Tunisia, who has like a, this hip issue, and she mm-hmm. got like an MRI in the UK. And it's like, okay, man, like, look, you know, this is what I do. This is the limitations. And he's like, you know, can I like write you a testimony? It's like, no, man, like just 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 keep doing your thing, man. Like, pay it forward. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like the first thing I do when I go home to Canada is I go right to Tim Hortons. Now in being in Australia, honestly, like I've become like, I cannot drink Tim Hortons coffee. <laughs> I've been ruined. Good one in Bondi has ruined me from coffee everywhere else in the world, but I'll go there. And I pay for the next guy in line. It's like, cause, cause someone, someone at some point did that for me. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what gets lost in the social media game is like the scarcity mindset. Mm. Like I can't have some, if you have some, it's yes. like, there's plenty of people on the internet exactly yeah i mean i totally agree with all of that you, you got to pay it forward you just got to do it and it, the, at the end of the day like you said it, it more often than not it ends up coming back and advantaging you anyway okay. and so like everybody wins it's not a weird zero-sum game where it's like i got to take from this person so that i got mine and like and i'm putting my perimeter around that and don't fucking touch it yeah. and, you know it's just weird the way it, and i just have like i have no concept of not that i don't have a concept of money i just don't care mm-hmm. like like me and Kyle have this thing when we go to dinner so Kyle Trainer is like a, obviously a mutual friend of both of ours we go to dinner it's like it's a race to see yeah I know bill. right and it's like because there's something so rewarding that like you know this guy's done so well by me that 
me paying for dinner, it doesn't even get to scratch the beginning of the surface of how much I need yeah. to repay. It makes him. me feel good to just yeah. contribute something. And that was that was an interesting thing that he brought up to me years ago. Was like, I forget what we were talking about. It was about like someone in the industry was screwing someone over. And one thing that he was big on was like, look, it doesn't matter if that person ever finds out, right? Because it's how you it makes you feel, yeah, totally. right? So and that, and I use that on like good and bad, like you know. I'm half decent with words because I learned at a young age like hey you can't punch people in the face it's mm-hmm. like I bet you I can make them cry without touching them <laughs> I bet you I could dig up enough shit about their family or their significant other that I could make them cry mm-hmm. so it's like I'm pretty formidable when it comes with words but it's like now I think like, how would that make me feel if I did that and then am I wasting time away from what I actually want to do and help people so it's yeah. like his his minds like the inception of his mindset into mine and how that's changed my life. It's like yeah, I'll absolutely call ahead before we go to a restaurant, give them my credit card <laughs> details, and threaten his life if he tries to pay for dinner. Yeah. Like look, man, I paid for it three weeks ago. Like haha, I gotcha. We have this joke where um, the the person who dies first. The other person's gonna cater their wedding, cater their funeral. <laughs> so it's like the one last fuck you. Like, look, one of us is gonna go to the ground first. It's likely gonna be me because this kid's in fucking Bali, like meditating three times a month. <laughs> and so when I die, like I, I imagine being in a box and trainer being there signing for the bill for the catering. Because <laughs> it's the ultimate like send off. Like, there you go, man. Rest yeah. easy. Yeah, it's um, it's funny like that, and it's. It's nice when you get free from that that monetary mindset for sure. Like, cause it it's so hard. You know, you see people. I feel like we're probably in that space where we earn good money, but we don't earn so much that we're a slave to the money. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're in that really happy zone where it's like I'm not beholden to someone because like I need to make fucking forty k so I can feed my fucking family, right? Keep a roof over my head. Um, but at the same time, you're not like running a $10 million fucking operation where it's like, I need to, like, I have 50 people that are dependent on me. Right. right? Yeah. Um, like I don't need to reach like a, like a hundred K nut every month to make exactly. sure. Yeah. It, we're not at like Gucci problems. Yet. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Gucci problems are like real first world shit. Dude. It's but That's unreal. But I mean, it's, it's almost those people get like less happy the more money they make. And right. you know, logically we all say that we all go, yeah, yeah. But when you're emotionally, you get that feeling of like making more money. It's very difficult to have your logically just go, hang on. Yeah. This isn't what I'm here for. What I'm here for is like, you know, feeling good and making other people feel good as well. Yeah. And then too, like, I mean, we have a bit of a team now, like, cause we, we are attempting like a scale, like don't get me wrong. Yeah, totally. Like if we can build this to sell and we, we're looking at like establishing headquarters in Europe and establishing headquarters in North America, like, I have Gucci aspirations without mm-hmm. any plans of ever buying a thousand dollar piece of luggage. <laughs> but like, you know, we were, we're an enterprising group and like, you know, if you, if you see some of like the, the fitness Cinderella stories, like, you know, if you can get enough attention of a critical mass of like the bulk of the population, like there is a massive, massive evaluation mm-hmm. potentially like precision nutrition as a company that was sure. Right. And they, to my knowledge has recently got acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> Gucci problems, yeah. Like, and that's and you know what, fucking good for them, man, because that means you've provided value. But that, I mean, but that's the thing. That's the weird paradox. Is like it's not the the money is almost like a scoreboard. It's like a representation of how many people's lives you've been able right. to touch, right? In a way, yeah. Um, and so it's hard because it's like, do you, 
do you need like the actual cash or is the cash kind of like, well, this is facilitating me helping more people. Right. You know? And that's, I mean, I guess it's all the, with what you do with it, I mm-hmm. think is the answer to that question. And like, and I thought about that, like, you know, if I'll never, my intent is to never build to sell. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if the right offer comes to the table and I think like I could keep an association with the company, like, yeah, it would be something I would definitely like consider. But right now, I mean, we have probably have a team of like 12. Mm-hmm. So it's like 12 people based on varying degrees have a dependence on their lifestyle to a certain extent on what I do and how I work. Right. And that's like, you know what? And and I think that's helpful to a point. Like you said, we're not a Gucci or like I said, we're not a Gucci problems yet, but I think that's, you know, there's days and I'm sure you're the same where it's like, you know, that 4am alarm hits and you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like some days it's not about you. Right. And that's what I like about this particular part of business development is like, you know, like fucking cush lives man like i think we're yeah. pretty lucky and we uh, we talked about before like we put in a lot of front-end work that sure. is, never goes realized and we would do it again in a heartbeat but like now when the four alarm hits four am alarm hits there's not even a hesitation because it's like look you don't want to do it that's great but if you don't if you don't confirm these dates if you don't get this curriculum done then you know the, this person that works with you this person that does your web design this person that you know does like the the podcast production that's reliant on you getting your ass up it's like you work for that man like yeah. you, you may have been the founder of all this your co-founder of all this but like that selflessness that being like because that's like me being able to foot the bill every mm-hmm. day that's like me and kyle going out to dinner and me sneaking one past him every day <laughs> yeah. like oh, i got you bitch like I, I paid for the coffees this morning mm-hmm. and then he'll wake up like four hours earlier and go in and slip <laughs> 20 bucks in an envelope under the door to pay for the coffees the next day but it's like you can do that like again it's not about like how it makes you feel like when things go right like oh look at me it's like it's almost like running away from how it would make you feel if it went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like how disappointed you would be if like those 12 people that have helped you get there, like totally. you disappointed them. Yeah. And like, that's a really like, that's a very intrinsic motivator. Mm-hmm. And that's something that money can never give you. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. I think is, an, it just, it's how you, it's a perspective shift. It's like how you frame it yes. is, is kind of what keeps you going. Cause there's times like we talked about automating programs and it's mm-hmm. like, you could really sit back and not work mm-hmm. but that's not the goal exactly right and like i think about being in the this, in this situation of precision nutrition like like winning the lottery like i literally think of it the same thing yeah like what sure, if exactly i don't know what if you what if you won 200 million dollars mm-hmm. what would you do tomorrow yeah you, i mean that's the thing i think about that a lot as well and you know it's it's the same thing really which is what you want the answer to be you want to yeah. be doing the same thing you've got more money to help you do it now right i have a client uh, he's a buddy of mine. His name is Don Saladino. He's like a he's like a big time like he, he'll kill me if I call him a celebrity trainer. But <laughs> yeah. He is a he is a businessman, an entrepreneur, a gym owner, and he does also one on one personal training with very high end like A list celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like if you've seen a movie lately, one of his guys was in it, and he has a clients in the financial sector of New York and obviously there's a lot of money there and he tells me the story about one of his guys who just made some merger or acquisition I don't know some fucking Wall Street thing I don't understand and he usually trained this guy would pay him for four or five hours a day mm-hmm. on the days he would train because he could never commit to which hour at the beginning of the day right. like look if this meeting goes wrong we got this thing in this country like can I pay you for this block of time and you just show up for an hour like Serious and, and Donnie's no joke. Like he's fucking. He's probably one of the most switched on trainers when it comes to the the, the, the physiological side, but also the psychological side. Mm-hmm. Like he could just get his guys up, right? And his his relationship that he forges in his communication is like nothing I've ever seen. And 
like his buy-in is what gets him his result. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story of this guy who usually like, you know, he'd have this block of time and like if he's traveling, it's usually like it's PJs or nothing. Like mm-hmm. you're going private, you're kicking your feet up. Like it's, it's nicer than most of my Airbnbs and it's at 36,000 feet. And he has this guy again, just getting back from Europe and he had just made this blockbuster Wall Street deal and like he was like he probably turned like a couple hundred hundred mil on the deal sure, right. he was training the next day and you know you're flying private it's like it's just another night's sleep mm-hmm. right? like and he's he's got the guy in the session Donnie tells me like he's just driving his feet like he's just he's exhausted and it's like yo like, what's the deal man like you have to take an emergency landing like did they stick you in first class because the private wouldn't go up like he goes no man like I, f- I flew home economy on three flights from Europe he's why the fuck did you do that? And he goes, because I wanted a reminder to what I should, what I would be doing if if I didn't work this hard. Fuck. Right? And I was like, you, that, yeah, that, yeah. whatever that is, wherever you find that, like totally. that almost brings me to tears. That's saying, nuts. Like this guy just made more money than the GDP of the bottom 45 countries in the world Dude. overnight. And he sat fucking Delta like over the wing next to the bathroom painful for 30 hours and it's like that whatever that is whatever you want to call that that is what I want like I think of that I I have some friends and I have some friends in Miami who do like really really well in the fitness industry and by really well I mean they do really they do really good like mm-hmm. they do good by people yeah and like they take care of their own their business is all built around the interaction with people and they gave me this wallet like this wallet mm-hmm. and it's like i'm not a brand guy so like they give me like they show up with this bag and it has like it's like a louis vuitton bag and it's what it's a modest thing it's not like super flash but like that's not me mm-hmm. prior to that you know what my wallet was <laughs> my wallet was too like my health card my business credit card, whatever cash I had from whatever country, and an elastic band <laughs> I got from like the berries I buy at a grocery store. That's what kept my money together. So it was just like, but for months on end, like, because you know, again, like they're they're very successful and they're very generous, and like, I didn't like. Did you, you ever seen Harry Potter? Yeah. Right. And when they give Dobby the sock, yeah. <laughs> like, that was literally me. I was sitting there with like a fucking stringer, ripped on pre-workout, and they bring me this gift like, "Hey, like you know, like we've been friends for years. Just you've had like you know just to see the turn in your business. Like we're so happy for you. Like you wanted to get you that." And I'm like looking at like my elastic band berry wallet, <laughs> and I'm looking at this thing, and it's just like. Dobby is free. <laughs> Dobby is free, elf. Like, I was just, but what I did is I took the elastic band and for months, it was only recently I took it off. For months, I had the elastic band around my wallet. Right. And Kayla's like, that's a nice wallet. Why do you have this fucking like broccoli elastic band around? It's like, because it's a reminder. It's mm-hmm. like the guy who sat over the wing when two connecting flights through Europe when he could have just rocked a PJ back and just been counting the fucking Benjamins. It's that's like, it. that's the reminder. Right? I feel like so many people... And look, because it's relative, right? Because I think of that and go, yeah, I was homeless two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sleeping on my office floor. I was sleeping out of my car. And it's like, now I... It, I don't have to check my rich to me is not having to check my bank account before I go to the grocery store. Sure. Yeah, like that's, exactly. Dude, first day I had to do that. Like it was either I walked to the grocery store 
because I didn't have to pay for gas, I could buy more food. Mm. And the meathead in me had to like try and roughly estimate the caloric expenditure of walking <laughs> versus driving and how much food that would cost in offsetting that discrepancy. And oh, it's like, dude. so it's like, fuck man, these are hard times. And like, you live in the Silicon Valley and you're hemorrhaging money trying to pay rent and keep yeah. the lights on and they're like, fuck it, like I got two offices and I got a place, like well, I don't have a place anymore, so oh, I don't have that office anymore. It's like, all right, well, I'm just gonna sleep here. And it's like, now all of a sudden, like, that for me is like, that's it, mm-hmm. right? But I think, well, that's not it, right? Like, this guy, this guy has that same mindset, and he doesn't have to check his bank accounts when he buys other companies. Sure. Like, yeah, it's there. We're sweet. So I was like, all right, like, that constant reminder of, like, what you're actually in it for. And mm-hmm. I look at a guy like that, and he's like, it's not about the money, man. Like, if it was about the money, he'd be like... You pull in a damn Blazarian Instagram account and it'd exactly. be boats and hosing it off into the sunset. That's it. Right? And this guy's just a fucking honest grind when he's worth like more money than God. And it's like, okay, that's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people when they especially when they start to trade in social capital in like this idea of followers and likes and subscribers, and yeah, that it can be a KPI towards revenue. Sure. Right. But when you start to look at that and like, no, this is real world stuff. And mm-hmm. there's people out there who operate at that level of like motivation and drive and, and sort of like this intrinsic calling it's like okay let's put this in perspective here, yeah right? like our petty fucking companies in the fitness industry like it is not worth me losing sight of the intangibles that likely got me this far because if i want to get any further that's the mentality you have to have yeah 100 percent, man um unreal what a story yeah dude and like i've told that story three or four times and every time i tell it i almost cry like this Intense. dude yeah it's just you couldn't imagine like most people like whatever they do like oh we win the lottery oh I quit my job tomorrow yeah it's like never no way I'd be worried like if we ever got acquired and like knock on wood and that's it's a pipe dream and not even a dream really because it can be a nightmare like what would I do yeah what would like, you do if I wake up and the email inbox them and they don't want like oh hey can you come to Killarney Ireland to teach it's like where the fuck yeah no I'll, I'll worry about like where that is in the world later but mm-hmm. yeah let's do it and it's like oh you can't do that because like we own the company now it's like ooh hang on do I golf like what do I how, yeah, what, yeah. what do I do, do I knit do I sew yeah. like what do I do I don't know I don't know anything else but this yeah exactly yeah so you hear stories like that and you're like oh okay mm-hmm. right, like that's that's what you need to have and I think that's something that I think gets missed because people start to trade in social capital yep. and that doesn't have the same the same reach or impact or draw like actual capital can have because it's not about the money like you said it's about what you can do with that money to help people yeah, yeah. absolutely um, you got to go soon yeah five ten minutes five ten minutes yeah. cool uh, well we'll end it there man thanks very much for coming on yeah I didn't even realize I was on for half the time um, <laughs> honestly if you, wanna keep, if you want to keep I love that though <laughs> it's right? good right yeah because it's just oh, fuck I mean well, it's natural we probably would have said the same shit anyway yeah we would have but I, if you can, you can literally keep everything in there if you want <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a baker's fuck at this point if you're listening to this I'll make a decision later on what we keep in <laughs> yeah because it'll be interesting if you leave this in the outro but uh, you're looking you're like wait a minute what, Wait, what, what? were they talking what's yeah. he mean no but I appreciate having me on man <laughs> Okay, thanks very much for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Once again, if you could please give us a rating if you did enjoy it and share it, please be sure to tag us so we can say thank you. Um, Jordan's uh, website is prescript.com. Look out for his certifications. My website is luketullock.com. And obviously you'll find everything else in terms of social media and whatnot in the show notes. Thanks very much for listening. Catch you in the next one.